Well, you know, uh, what, what are you sipping on, Travis? Yeah, what are you sipping on? Are we Water recording? currently. Yeah, we're recording right now. Um, I haven't, I, I couldn't decide on what cocktail to have. I was going to probably have it. I was probably going to make it when we have our inevitable mid-recording mid break. Oh, sure, 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 sure. Oh, wait, so you're drinking water right now? I'm currently drinking water. I just had dinner and I think it was, uh, it was, it was, it was fatty and not too salty, but it was just kind of heavy in the fat and whatnot. What okay. did you have for? Oh dinner? yeah, you made meatballs. You made meatballs, right? spaghetti yeah. and meatballs. Okay. Hey, we all Is had there, pasta uh, for dinner. Beef. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Clay had tortellini. Yes. Yep. Cheese. Tor- tortellini tossed in small olive oil. Yeah, and Kristen and I had leftover spaghetti from last night, but not Ooh. meatballs. Uh, bolognese. Oh, I love a good bolognese. Yeah. Um. Um. Yeah, yeah I, I I did uh I baked the meatballs. Or I guess I broiled them. Uh, these, are, these are beef or pork or a combination? All beef. Okay. Um, saw, so yeah, I usually like do the little pan fry thing, the sear. Um, or I've done that once or twice before, but I was didn't feel like making a mess, so I just put them in the oven. You know, uh, you know, you know, my my family is uh, my family is so white that to them bolognese is is short for bowl of mayonnaise. <laughs> How, what do we think about that one? That's very uh, good. We can just bleep it out. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I thought I'd try it. It was not going to leave my brain unless I let it out my mouth. Um, uh, should so so you're gonna you're gonna save making a cocktail until the mid show break. So should we save cock talk? Uh, we usually do cock talk at the top, but uh, we could do mids cock talk. I mean, we, we could do like cock talk. Um, trying to figure out what I should have as what, what cock I should have. Okay. Okay. We can do that. So maybe we should clay and I should talk about what we have first and then we'll, we'll try to brainstorm something for you. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, clay and I are sipping on some Trinidad sours that I just, uh, shook up in the kitchen. Oh, you, fi- you, you finally got the, uh, the, the ingredient you needed that well, you had mentioned in last episode that you did not have. I, I made it. I made Orjat um, uh-huh. because I couldn't find, uh, they didn't have Orjat at ABC. They were out. They also uh, were very insistent that it was pronounced Orgate, which I'm pretty sure it's not. Um, and then uh, I had to go to Total Wine to get uh, orange blossom water and rose water, and they were out of rose water. So I had to steal rose water from uh, my partner. Uh, you stole it. Yeah, yeah, I stole it. Um, this was rose water used for cosmetics, but I read the bottle and, uh, or not cosmetics, I guess, but like health. I don't know. You like it's like a spray, <laughs> okay. but I read the bottle and it's food safe. So I used it. Um, oh, it said food safe on it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, just um, make it sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> put some, I don't, I don't want to be on this Zoom call. Classic. <laughs> One of those 2020 horror movies where I just see you guys like <laughs> fall over dead on a Zoom call. Yeah, if Randy starts like projectile vomiting blood. <laughs> um, yeah, they're always in these in these Zoom horror movies. They're always like, "Oh, I drank some bad rose water. <laughs> I'm dying." Um, um, but I think I think the Orjat turned out really well. It's good. Uh, well, Clay, Clay, tell me what you think about this Trinidad sour. Oh, dude. So if and show Travis because it's an interesting color. Yeah, you can't really. see It's it very well. pink. I imagine. Uh, 
the zoom tint, but yeah, it makes like, it look pink, but it's pretty red, it's pretty right? Like red orangish. Yeah. Um, and at first, I wanted Randy, I wanted Randy to make me one of these because it looked good. Oh, yeah, we're recording, <laughs> but I think you can come over and see the uh, the Trinidad sour they're making. <laughs> we'll just and if this is a lot of dead air clay, we'll just have to like slide it out. Katie yeah, Beth is too interesting in this this orange yacht or whatever. It's it's hard to see. It's like reddish orange. Yeah, so <laughs> Randy handed it to me, and I said, "Like, does this have milk in it? Because it looked milky, but it—that's the orgeat. That's not milk." Yeah, um, orangeat. So orgeat is uh, an almond syrup that's used in a lot of uh, tiki drinks, and I had to—I had to make it myself. So I, I was just explaining this to Travis. I had to track down some ingredients like orange blossom water and rose water and stuff to make this Ooh, stuff. But that sounds um, good. Yeah, no, I think it's very tasty. This this is an interesting drink. Um, it has like a whole ounce of Angostura bitters in it. Um, wow, that sounds like a lot of bitters. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, but yeah, that's the that's the Trinidad sour. It's red. It does look pink in the zoom. Like the zoom makes it look weirder, maybe um, or less weird, maybe. But it is like it's like red. It's like a dark red. Wow, sounds interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty interesting uh, <laughs> I, th- I, th- I thought she would enjoy hearing about the orange yacht so I was like just get on the podcast real quick oh man yeah hey two guests two guests in one this week two guests yeah two guests one host um, <laughs> yeah this is a really messy start i'm gonna be on <laughs> yeah a, a lot of this might get edited out we'll see yeah, uh, we could try to have another we can have another new start um let's get our footing clay will get the uh synth going is this gonna be another time where we can't hear the synth uh i'm gonna i'm gonna do that later uh and add it in because yeah we can't be messing around with the synth while we're doing a zoom call but i mean anyways i guess randy's just gonna um randy likes to do the intro so if you want if you need like go to the bathroom or something now is probably a good time to do it uh while randy well should i go quick and make myself a cocktail oh um, okay so then we can have an official start where I have a cocktail. Should I just do like a martini or something? That'd probably be the easiest thing to make. Yeah, sure. Yeah. What, what I mean, whatever you like. Hello and welcome to this episode of Good Listeners, a podcast hosted by two kind-hearted, generous, emotionally available sweeties who are always there to listen if you need them. We're friends, roommates, and rivals, and we talk about music whether the mics are on or not. I'm your first sweetie, Randy, and I'm joined as always by my co-host. It's Clay. Welcome to the show, Clay. Hey, hi, hello. Yep. Um, and we are joined, uh, as not always, but as two times, uh, by Travis, um, who is who is making a possibly a gin martini as we speak. Um, as we speak, I kind of, I kind of meant that as a joke when I said that he could go do something while you said the intro. Uh, <laughs> but well, he um, took it to heart, and uh, I'm enjoying it. I can sort of faintly hear the sounds of him uh, clanging around in that little kitchen. Yeah. Uh, while we look at, uh, I mean, we can see the reflection of his. What do you think? Oh, th- so that's um, he's got like a clothes hanger on the window with a bunch of masks drying. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I, I was sort of like I was trying not to focus on that visually because it looked vaguely spooky to me. Um, it's I'm looks- sort of sitting at a distance, <laughs> and that 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 image just look. I can't tell what it is, and it looks a little spooky. I think just because it's a dark window with something to see through it. Yeah, I can tell you right now, I'm probably going to leave everything we've recorded so far. I'm just going to leave it in. Um, that's <laughs> terrible. 
Um, I, man, I wish I had my glasses on right now. Maybe, maybe you could do like, you could host while I go do, I go get my glasses. Yeah. I mean that I will edit out, but you can go get your glasses. <laughs> well, I hope you'll keep talking because I think it would be fun for, for all of us to be gone and it be just you talking. All right. Katie Beth, you should get on mic since apparently they're doing the show and I'm over here trying to make a martini. You want me to hop on? If you want to, Clay's just sitting there by himself. And he hates editing, so he's not going to edit this out. Uh, well, I guess I'll come over here, even though I cannot hear you, but you can hear me. <laughs> All right. You can't hear Let me. Let me show no. you. I'm knitting a sweater. I guess I have to leave this in now. <laughs> that's hey, I, I like that. Um, that's I, like I, the yolk, and then the rest of it will be like that red orangey color. Yeah, kind of aut- be, autumnal colors. Sleep. What are they uh, saying? He's saying kind of autumnal colors, and he really likes it. Yeah, yeah. I was afraid of it looking Christmassy, but this color is kind of a distinctly gray oatmeal. Um, uh-huh. So in person, I think it doesn't look Christmassy, but it, it didn't even dawn to me until I started knitting it that this could look like a Christmas sweater. Yeah, it is a, a bit of a Christmassy pattern, but I think the okay, colors he has his martini. are oh, autumnal. Um, Great talking to you. <laughs> okay. Bye, Katie Beth. She couldn't hear anything I, I was saying. Yeah, I Travis, can tell. Travis I can tell. Said, <laughs> yeah, guess, well, I'm going to leave uh, all that in now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just going to be me listening to this again. Okay, first of all, go fuck yourself, Travis. Um, <laughs> we have at least like a handful of other people who I, I, I think listen. Um, <laughs> and second of all, hey, welcome to the podcast. What are you sipping on? Oh, I just made myself a martini with a Hendrix Midsummer gin. Mm. And uh, your vermouth? Martini and Rossi, dry vermouth. Mm. Are you a, are you like a little splash of vermouth kind of person? Uh, heavy hand on the vermouth. How, how do you like your martinis? Um, just a classic kind of martini. Just, um, I guess this one's kind of on the, um, like a half ounce. Yeah, this is actually probably this is like two ounces of gin and a half ounce of vermouth. This is actually kind of a heavy martini. Yeah. Martinis are like an insane drink. It's it's really good though. It's like really crazy though because it is just gin and vermouth. I and then you so, just play with the, the levels of that. Yeah. I have not actually had one, but I've become fascinated with them recently. I want to go to I want to find a bar where like martinis are are one of their main things. You know what I mean? I want to have a great martini first and then decide how I feel. Yeah, I feel like if you like gin, it's a re- it's a really good cocktail, and I, I enjoy having like those like specialty Hendrix ones, like the Lunar one and the Midsummer make really good uh, martinis. Mm. Um, especially when you have like a kind of a, a really basic vermouth that I as I do. Um, mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, that's cock talk. We got a uh, two Trinidad sours and. A boring ass little martini. It's actually very um, exciting. It's a very good gin. <laughs> no, I believe you. I, I love Hendrix. We got to get a bottle of Hendrix up in here. We almost bought one when we made our big inaugural trip to Total Wine to get stuff to start making cocktails in the house. 
um, but we got Roku instead. Uh, but we 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 should get a we should get a bottle of Hendrix up in here. So, What's Roku? It's oh, a uh, Japanese gin. It's made by uh, Suntory, who makes the uh, Tory whiskey, and also owns Jim Beam and Old Granddad and Basil Hayden in the states. Hmm. Yeah, I've not had it before. That's what it is. Um, it's very good. Yeah. So, anyways. Um, Moving on from that. Uh, <laughs> All right. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I just figured it's, uh, it's enough of that. Um, all right, Randy. <laughs> okay, once again, how, <laughs> it was that last week you uh, also just rudely shut me down and then throw to me to save you from your downward spiral. <laughs> Once again. All right. Yeah. Well, and you know what? I'll save you because I'm going to say, you know what this is? This is a show where we talk about music, but you know what we do first? I tell a story about work and what happened at it today. Oh, that's right. Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness. Randy, I can't imagine. Randy refused to tell me the story until we started recording. So I've yeah. actually, except that I forgot about it. I've been really looking forward to it. Um, <laughs> Well, again, let's not talk up the story too much, but we've been, we've been bullshitting a lot at the top of the show and I'm, I'm just going to bullshit a little bit more because this story, it's an, it's, I, I think it's pretty interesting. So at work today, I work in a restaurant and it was a slow Tuesday, you know, the huge, and <laughs> this table comes in and one dude, it's three people. It's a, a girl and two guys. And uh one of the guys is just being very loud from the moment they sit down um just practically yelling at this quiet restaurant on a tuesday um and they seem to be drinking quite a bit and he starts uh he learns the server's name and is very comfortable just i won't say her name but it's very comfortable saying just like yelling her name across the restaurant to get her attention which is like crazy behavior Um, and so he's doing that. And that's the point where I like start to pay attention to what's going on over there. Cause I'm like, this is what is going on with this guy. And then eventually he is very drunk and comes up to the server station, which is right by where my workstation is and starts talking to her there. And I'm like, you can't be doing that. Like what's going on with this guy. And at this point he's like visibly plastered, um, and is like, like apologizing for being at the server station, bothering the servers, but also continuing to stand there and talk to them. Um, And so I can't quite figure out what he's talking to her about. And he comes uh, or, and, and the server comes around the corner and she is like visibly trying to stifle laughter. And I'm like, what is, what is going on with this guy? Um, (laughs) And she's like, he says that he is here with his ex-girlfriend who he broke up with three months ago and her new boyfriend. Those are the other two people at the table. And, <laughs> and that he is talking to her because he is uncomfortable with that situation because the new boyfriend challenged him to a drink off. And that's why they've been taking tons of shots. And now he's plastered and very uncomfortable. 
and trying to get up from the table to avoid talking to them anymore. <laughs> but he's saying all of this super loudly, like 10 feet from the table where they are sitting. So they can definitely hear him. But here's the even more bizarre thing is they do not visibly react. They just keep sitting calmly and like eating their food and drinking their drinks and acting like this is a normal outing. And so at this point, I'm like, this is my entertainment for the rest of the day. And at this point, they've been here for like an hour and a half already. Oh my God. Um, and so I, I have to keep working and whatever, doing what I'm doing. But I keep checking on them every once in a while. And about, I don't know, like 15 minutes after this point, I walk back around from my station to see what's going on with them. This dude is now at the table next to theirs yelling at some old people about politics. <laughs> and I could not tell what side he's on. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> he's just yelling seemingly random things about Trump and Biden. And be <laughs> like, and he was, you know, saying stuff like, and I think, you know, he's a great speaker. I'll give him that. I think he's a great speaker. Uh, <laughs> and, and like, blah, blah, blah. And um once again, the people at this table, these like older folks, just very calm, just sitting there, taking it, just like listening to what he has to say. Um, and I still don't, I could not figure out why this situation was happening, right? I could not figure out why these three people are at the restaurant together in the first place. Um, so I, I mean, I will update if I get more information, I told the server, they were still there when I left, when my shift was over, they were still there. Um, wow. And he was still being very loud. And I, and also at one point, I think the girl bought a round of drinks for the old folks at the table next to them and cheers them. Um, Cause I heard her saying that to them. Um, but truly bizarre situation. What do you guys make of that? That was a roller coaster. Um, <laughs> at the beginning, I was just not at all on this guy's side. I was like, this guy's so rude. And then I was like, well, this guy's in a very odd social situation. And I got a little bit more on his side. But then you have to wonder, why is he in this situation? Yeah. Why isn't he leaving? Because well, he's yeah. drunk. Um... Well, that's another thing. <laughs> that's another thing is, and this will, this will like you, because you should, uh, you actually shouldn't be on this guy's side. And here's why. Um, well, I was about to say, I eventually became less on this guy's side as the story progressed. I'm still yeah. on his side. So I like <laughs> to hear this. He, he was being pretty wild and he kept coming up to the server station and he was, um, for one thing, he told a mail server who was passing by that he was going to ask the server for her number. Um, so I suspect that while drunk and delusional, he thought that like him and the server had like hit it off. <laughs> and also maybe he was telling her about his ex to like garner sympathy to get her number like it just seems so bizarre to me the behavior that he was exhibiting um that could have just been a lie <laughs> it, it could have been a lie i guess that's true that's true um yeah i'm i'm open to any theories because i i feel like nobody in this story's behavior makes any sense so i'm open oh. to theories about it but um most confused by your behavior um what <laughs> what did i do wait what were you gonna say about the guy um 
I for, I forget what else he did. Oh yeah, yeah. He was trying to get more drinks while plastered as well. Um, he was trying to come up to the server station and he was like bartering with the server for drinks. He was like trying to make deals with her, like because she was like, "You're too drunk," and she was like, "Are you driving home?" And he was like, "Yeah, I'm fine." <laughs> um, and she was like, "No, you can't drive home. Like, I need you to go sit down at your table and drink a whole glass of water, and not drive home." Um, you need to call an Uber. And he was like, okay, but if I drink the whole glass of water, will you bring me another drink? (laughs) And she was like, uh, yeah, sure. And like, she had no intention of bringing him that drink, but like one just wanted him to get away from her at that point. I don't know why she didn't get the manager to kick this guy out. Honestly, I guess she really wanted her tip. Which is Um, too funny. Um, (laughs) It also was very funny. Um, but there's what a situation. Yeah, I'll tell you what, um, that's a that's 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 a good story, you know. Um, Thank you. That's a neat story you got there, Randy. I can't wait to hear uh, the follow up to that story and just really the end of it. Um, did he get the Uber? Did he just get kicked out? Did he get the number of the waitress? <laughs> yeah, that would be really interesting. I would like to. I would like to follow number. up on that, Randy. Because, <laughs> well, I will say. I will say a little teaser for when I do get the follow-up because I told her I wanted to know what happens. So she'll tell me next time we work together. But um, uh, I will say she was contemplating giving him her number. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, there you go. Uh, I believe the logic was... uh, she would she she wants her tip at this point after going through all this bullshit so she might give him her number in order to get a good tip but i'm like i don't i'm not sure that that's a good idea um then she was like and also she has a boyfriend and she was like maybe i'll give him my boyfriend's number and i was like that could be interesting (laughs) okay randy so here is where i think clay is right in questioning your behavior during all of this see you should have suggested to the server no, no, no. Give him my number. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I definitely, I mean, I mostly think you should have been more active in this situation, Randy. I think your passive behavior uh, is a little, uh, a little concerning to me, but uh, it's a good story. <laughs> what? <laughs> this situation had nothing to do with me. Um, oh, this is, this is such a complicated story of love and <laughs> losing the person you love to some strange man and uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe getting her back. And, and that man was strange. Let me be clear. Okay. No, actually, actually the new boyfriend seemed kind of chill. I don't know. He's very quiet. <laughs> a, a ballad of sorts, very similar to the album that we're discussing today. Mm. Wow. Who's the dang host here? Yeah. Um, uh... <laughs> well, you know, and when you're right, you're right. This is a show where we talk about music. And I guess we should do that now. But first, I think we should take a little break. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> no, I just, I, I saw the opportunity for a segue and I took it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a long story. Uh, even if it gets cut out of the show, I just wanted to tell the both of you that story. So, can you still hear us? Yeah, I can still hear you just fine. Okay, Can cool. you hear me? Yeah. Um, anyways... This is a show where we talk about music, but what drink did you make there, Clay? I made a, an Aperol soda. Okay, um, it's my new thing because I made one earlier. <laughs> you tonight, made one earlier tonight, and I thought yeah. it tasted really good. Um, 
But I feel like we haven't even really said hi to Travis or really checked. I mean, we don't talk all that often. Um, so I feel like we haven't even checked in just to say, how's it going? Um, yeah, are you okay? Are you okay? Um, well, thank you for asking. Um, we, we should talk more. I feel like I don't talk enough and I'm terrible at reaching out and talking to people. Yeah, me too. Um, so okay. to all the viewers out there, if you're looking to talk to someone. <laughs> yeah, uh, leftist dad jokes on Twitter. You don't need to go on Twitter. Slide into those DMs. Uh, yeah. No, I'm doing good. I was just down in the panhandle. <laughs> I was just out of the panhandle on a archaeology project. Um, weather was really nice. It was a phase two. It was super easy digging. Got, well, and, got, fin- and- got finished like five days early, which was nice, but also not nice because that's less money. Um, and you didn't take a quick three and a half hour drive down south to hang out with us. Um, how close do you think the panhandle is? Is it not was three at, and a half hours away? Oh, it's, it, I, was I like, guess it depends on the part of the Panama. I was in Panama City Beach. Pretty far. Okay, yeah, that's pretty That's far. like That's, pretty that's like seven hours. That's still like... Uh, really? Seven hours? You could have made that drive. Um, but It's like six hours or something. It's something crazy. That's, How far that, is it? That is crazy. That is crazy. It's like two hours... No, it's pretty, that's about right. It's pretty far. West of Tallahassee. But isn't it? Isn't it only like eight hours to Raleigh? Yeah, but that's just like um, that—that's magic. How, that's how yeah. long it takes to get to some of those parts of the I panhandle. I, I, they, yeah, that just fucks with my out. head a little bit. But um, <clears throat> yeah, that's crazy. And uh, yeah, as I said, you know, ridiculous that you didn't come visit us and make that yeah, seven-hour yeah. drive. But you're you're doing well. That's good. That's all we really care. About. Yeah, I'm glad you're okay. I was worried about you. Yeah. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. No, I, I talked to a. Talked to someone who was like a field tech in the 90s and was part of the union stuff uh, mm. yesterday. Mm. Uh, she was also like a writer for like an eco anarchist publication in like the 90s and 2000s, I think. And uh, she interviewed Ted Kaczynski. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, he was like in prison. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, you can find that interview on like the anarchist library.org or something like that. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So they, yeah. You're a big fan of his. So, Nope. That's cool that you got to talk to her. Um, yeah, that's huge for you. <laughs> uh, yeah, she got like followed by like the FBI for a while. <laughs> and then like, you know, went to went to like moved to Europe for a while just to do her PhD and get like distant from the FBI. Mm. Yeah, that's a big follow. A lot of clout off yeah. of that follow. <laughs> Good for her. <laughs> Good for her. <laughs> that's huge. <laughs> you know hey we got our sturge guy on the pod talking sturge yeah yeah Um, oh man i'm the sturge guy and we accidentally saved up mountain goats for you as well yeah we had to do an emergency pod so yeah this came out and we said hey travis you want to come on the podcast talk about sturge because we know how much you love sturge and that was about a week ago and this is like a, a 27 minute album uh, so how, how much did you listen to this album to prepare for the recording, Travis? Oof. Well, I have listened. I think I didn't really listen to it all the way through until like yesterday. And I've listened to it a bunch since then. I've like mm. popped onto random different songs. It's a fast album. It goes by so quick. It goes down easy. Yeah. It, yeah it's I'll say it's a, it's a great album. It's the perfect album length. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Album length um at least 10 songs yeah. i feel like he always does kind of, he always kind of sticks to like a 10 song the, the last one was kind of sprawling wasn't it 
Maybe I'm wrong about that. I gotta be I'm honest. The up. last one, uh, I barely listened to the I'm in, album itself, but I watched the little Netflix thing a couple times. Sound and Fury. I feel yeah. like that yeah. was like 40, 48 minutes long. Yeah. How many songs was that? Randy. I'm, I'm in the same boat. I'm looking it up right now. Oh, it is 10 songs. Wow. And yeah, and like Sailor, right? Sailor's Guide to Earth is only like eight to ten. How long is Sound and Fury, Randy? I just told you. Oh, how much? Ten songs. No, how long? <laughs> how, what is the duration? 41 minutes. Oh, okay. So oh, okay. Well, uh, now I want to look up all of his stuff. But yeah, he, I feel like he's always been into like really tight albums. He, you know, all killer, yeah. no filler, as they say. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, I agree with you, Travis. Sound and Fury was not my favorite project of his. In fact, I'd say it was my least favorite. Um, but it did seem like it was necessary to his whole, I mean, I sent you guys that article a couple weeks ago, right? About how, uh, oh, yeah, I forgot. he, he, he has this whole album cycle in his head and he's ending Sturgill Simpson after five albums this is the fifth album. And he's, he's taking us through, uh, the journey of a soul, uh, uh, Christian, uh, this is sort of a grand Christian metaphor about, about the soul and uh, journey through life. So um, that's, that is all that applies to his entire discography. Yeah. Except for cutting grass. That doesn't count. Right. Um, it's sort of like uh, it's, it's like the Tarantino thing, you know, Yeah. how he was like, I'm doing 10 movies or whatever, but sure. it, like uh, uh, whatever, what's the fucking one grindhouse or whatever. Yeah. Oh, death that, proof doesn't count. Death. Proof. Yeah. That doesn't, yeah, that doesn't count or whatever. Um, sure. um it's like that interesting i do yeah that's just interesting to me that his old album his old discography is supposed to be the journey of a soul um i feel like i need to go listen to all five albums again yeah but hey we're not really yeah. here to talk about those uh i haven't really listened to a lot of them except for sailor's guide and now now this one i've listened to it a lot because it is super breezy Mm-hmm. and it, it i feel like this album itself is, is is a little journey of the soul yeah well before we get carried away let's give uh let's give everybody a little bit of context let's start with you travis what's your sort of uh what's your existing relationship with sturgill simpson and his music well i believe i probably was introduced to him at a uh, sailor's guide to earth and went back and listened to meta modern sounds and country music a bunch never got into high top now and i just pulled up his discography because now i'm trying to figure out this five act journey of a soul mm-hmm. um and like i said i've watched the sound and fury little netflix movie a few yeah. times uh, which i thoroughly enjoy but i do gotta say i want to see the ballad of dude and juanita movie yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah that that's yeah. something that- there is a movie for it. You can just close your eyes and it's basically a movie. How about that? Truly, I do like it's very uh yeah. imagistic and evocative. No, um, yeah, it's 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 really good. Um yeah, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoy this like dive into more like Kentucky roots music that he's doing. Um, and it was there and like it's always been there, but like mm-hmm. with like that revisiting and cutting cutting grass and like kind of developing that band do we know if like the battle of dude and juanita was recorded during or like after he got the band together for cutting grass i believe it was after i believe that a lot of those same musicians play on it yeah i wonder if like 
if this is the the, the final Sturgill Simpson album. That's what we're fucking talking about. <laughs> that, that, that's yeah. what he said. I know, that's I'm what I was I, saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm wondering if it's if that is the case, is if he's just gonna do like I, I a think he's roots I, band. I think he'll form a band and it will yeah. all of his music for unless he decides that there's another cycle to his career that he wants to go through. Um, I think that probably from here on out, um, it'll be, he'll do it under a band name. Uh, I think that's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll be less the Sturgill Simpson solo show. Yeah. I mean, um, I was, I was convinced for a while that he just wasn't going to, uh, release any albums after sailor's guide to earth. Um, because he talked so much about like getting tired of touring and just yeah. wanting to produce. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Clay, what's, what's your relationship with Sturgill Simpson? Oh, you know, um, I was introduced to him uh, with Sailor's Guide to Earth. And then I went back and listened to Metamodern Country Sounds, but I never really listened to the first album. Oh, uh, <laughs> you already said all of this. Well, I guess I'll talk about my relationship a little bit then. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you needed to do that sarcastically. Um <laughs> I also was introduced to to him with with uh, Sailor's Guide to Earth. Um, did so? Neither of you have listened to High Top Mountain much. No, actually, I've barely listened to Metal Modern Country Sounds. Um, actually, that the Sailor's Guide album. I will say when it came out. What year did that come out? Twenty sixteen. Yeah, that was like my album of the year that year. Yeah, for um, sure. And it really changed the way I viewed country music um or at least like modern country music uh because i did not really grow up well i grew up with like heavy exposure to country music because my family is pretty southern um like people people just listen to it a lot and or at least i had you know relatives who did uh so i had a negative perception of it though because it was like pop country and when you're like a young kind of music snobbish kid i i did not have a a, a positive view of pop country uh but th- this got really i don't remember why i listened to it um but i did and with the horns and everything it really just blew me away and led me to to engage with a lot of uh you know old country artists that that sturgill you know channels in his work so, so there's a, a little bit of a real answer for my, my relationship with them. Yeah. Um, I, I, ha- I actually had a, I had a pretty similar arc to that, so I won't get into it too much, but I will say um, you guys should really check out high top mountain because, um, and this will lead us into our discussion uh, of the ballad of dude and Juanita in earnest. Um, I think that those are the most similar albums in his discography and I think that they really fit into the sort of uh, the album cycle he was trying to craft uh, throughout his career because High Top Mountain is, I think, dedicated to his grandpa, who is Dude. Um, oh, his grandfather's wow. name was Dude and his grandmother's name was Juanita. Um, wow. Obviously, the... Uh, and all of that happened to his grandparents. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously, uh, some of the events of the album are, are fictionalized, but... They are based on his his actual grandparents, those those characters. And his grandfather had, uh, you know, a um, a deep affection for the, uh, you know, way older, more traditional country artists uh, 
um, like you were talking about, Clay. And, and High Top Mountain, I think, is his most similar to this album because it is his most celebratory of those sounds because it's a tribute to his, his grandfather in that way. Um, and also thematically ties in in the way that, you know, that is a very, you know, bright traditional sounding album. And this is a very bright traditional sounding album. And it, it I think, ties in thematically with the idea of you, you sort of, like the soul, you end up where you came from uh, after your descent uh, into hell uh, in Sound and Fury. You end up right back where you came from with a new perspective. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's definitely a good like five act structure. Yeah. Um, I think it works really well. Um, and I think that, that uh, you know, if you have the context of his, his other albums, it works even better. Um, but I think yeah. this album also works really well on its own um so uh i guess we should we should jump into it um a little deeper here like we were saying it's i mean it's so short it's just under 28 minutes um and i mean do either of you have like favorite tracks to to shout out yeah um my favorite song is the song about the dog yeah sam um i think that's a really good track yeah, that is like the best song about a dog, probably ever. Wow, there's a lot of good songs about dogs. <laughs> is it? Good. Wait, wait, which one? Is it the one where it's like the very folksy one, where it's like the well, good call? Dog. Yeah, the call and repeat. Yes. Um, sorry, the what? I forget call what it, it's like. Yeah, is that what it's called? Oh, like in like folk repeat. music. Okay. I thought, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I call in response, I think. Call in response, yeah. Because yeah. there is like the song before it, which is a kind of about like the dog dying and burying the dog. And then the song after that is kind of a eulogy. And it's like right. a folk, it's like this old style folksy kind of call and response song. Yeah, I just, man, I love that song. Juanita, that's probably my favorite song on the album. Um, yeah. You know, the guitars go crazy on that song. What can you say? Well, that's yeah. one featuring Willie Nelson, isn't it? That's the uh-huh. Willie Nelson feature. Yeah, yeah that's, and that's probably my favorite. Off I got to say, so good. yeah, Willie blacked out in the booth on this one. Um, you know, he's going stupid, going dumb. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it, you know, it, it, it slaps and, and I think we're all here for it. It's lyrically, it's really good too. Just the... Like it's, it's a, it's one of the, it's a very visual album in general. And that's, that one has a lot of really good, like metaphor and just like, yeah. And you know, what's, you know, what's kind of crazy about this album to me is uh, I feel, I feel like we're so like all over the place in our discussion tonight. Um, (laughs) Hopefully we can bring this together a little bit in the edit, but um, (laughs) Clay says no, (laughs) probably correct. Um, but one thing that's kind of crazy about this album to me is that it like it is so brief um but it truly feels like so cinematic in scope yes um it feels just wide open and gorgeously arranged and it feels like you're just luxuriating in it until the moment it ends and then you're like whoa like it's over um i just want more um, yeah it really does i mean it feels like watching a whole Western listen to this album. You know what I mean? Yeah, it feels um, like, it, no, truly, it feels like I watched like a two and a half hour like Western. It does. 
uh travis what do you keep getting up to do um i don't want to say because it'll upset you <laughs> okay oh boy uh interesting 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 uh tell me it's the you, cat oh oh i'm so pissed oh i hate that right he's twitching <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah i'm freaking out over oh, here man. um but, yeah hey what's the cat's name pitch pitch as in pitch black ah um what co- wait what kind of what does the cat look like you met the cat. And <laughs> That's right. Is it is it is it white? He's a black cat, actually. Interesting, interesting. Um, I wonder was, I wonder why neither Clay nor I could guess that. Yeah, um, he was adopted, so the previous owner had named him Pitch. Um so you don't I like to th- right? I like to think after the Vin Diesel movie. So I was yeah, I was do you think it's resisting wrong that to uh, name rename your pet when you adopt it? Um, I don't know if it's wrong, but it's convenient that I didn't have to name a cat. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think it's wrong ethically, but I think it's incorrect. Um, so you wouldn't, because it. its name is pitch. You can call it anything else, but its name is pitch. Yeah. Right. Okay. So it's not wrong ethically to call it, you know, brandy if you want to, but I don't want to, but it is incorrect. You know, time is money and I think it's just. <laughs> economically it's the bad move to waste time trying to figure out a cat's new name yep uh, yep chop chop we can that's hey. why i love about you you're always hustling well <laughs> while while you're naming that cat you could be cutting deals yeah absolutely um, <laughs> um, but anyways enough of that um does that do i mean do we have anything else to say about the battle of dude and juanita i mean honestly i don't have much to say like um it um it rules I think it's just really good. It's a really, you know, a classic sounding cozy country album. And um, do you think that someone who is not, I feel like Sailor's Guide to Earth, I would recommend that to someone who is not really into country just because of how incredible, you know, the, all the arrangements on that album are and, yeah. and just how different it is. Would you recommend this to someone who's not really um, into country? Hmm. Yeah, well, with Sailor's Guide to Earth, I feel like when I do show people, I was like, this is some good country. They usually say, this isn't really country. That's what um, I was going to say. Is I, feel like, I feel like that album is actually a little bit self-conscious about country music. Um, yeah. I think that album is very good. I like it a lot. But I, I do think that, yeah, there is a little bit of, of an element of it. You know, it's, it's straying far enough that its connection to country is there, but a little bit tenuous whereas this is a country ass country album well yeah that's why yeah. I, I am yeah no and i think i question I, I would recommend it in the same way that you recommend like guns uh, gunslinger ballads and the whatever that marty robbins album is that everyone always talks about <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't know the name of that album travis but i i gun gunfighter ballads and trail songs yeah 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 um i yes i know that album um it's because it's like it's such a country album but it's like yeah i think really good i think it is i think that this is an okay thing to recommend somebody if they're like coming to you like i know you like country i want to get into that sure where should i start i think this is a reasonable place for that um if somebody is like i don't like country and i'm not that interested in it then maybe a sailor's guide to earth they might enjoy you know what i mean yeah, I would agree with that. Um, 
Yeah. Okay. Because this one is like a really good introduction into country because it is playing with so many older like country styles and and just like the trappings of country music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So maybe it, maybe this is a really good album to recommend to someone who's uh yeah. just getting into country. I mean, it like I would put it up there with like um the redheaded stranger as like an album like to recommend. Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, what's that? The, the Willie Will- Nelson album. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, right, that was right, one. Yeah. That was his like one of his major like concept albums. That's yeah. Again, that's like the out, uh, classic outlaw country kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. Uh, have you listened to that, Clay? You know, I don't. I've listened to like probably like five Willie Nelson albums. I don't remember the names of any of them. That's one that you, if you were just looking up what Willie Nelson to listen to, you probably would would have listened to that find one. The album cover. Yeah, let me find the album. Oh no, yeah, I've listened to this. Yeah. I've listened. To okay, this. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a great album. Um, yeah, and that is something I did listen to when I was getting into country. So, yeah. Anyways, good album. Yeah. Easy A for me. Yeah. Um, easy. Oh. Uh, this gets the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Emma Stone. Well. C- is it also an easy A from both of you? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's an easy A for me. It's an easy A for me. Travis? Oh, yeah, it's an easy A for me. Oh, wow. So this, this gets the, the full Emma Stone. The, this is the, the full Emma Stone. Full Emma Stone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this gets, yeah, the, it, it's an. Tonight. No, I'll probably, I don't like I didn't love those words coming out of my mouth. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll bleep it. <laughs> please do yeah <laughs> people can imagine something much worse i might have said um <laughs> no, i'll probably go pick up i'll probably go pick up this God, record even... at the uh record store yeah. oh yeah this would be a great one to own on vinyl oh yeah um mm-hmm. and uh you know and and hey you know my parting thought on this album will be that i do know that sturgill simpson talked at one point about uh starting a band with chris stapleton and margot price and uh I think maybe one other person that was his idea was he wanted to form kind of like a traveling Wilburys type super band oh, with, that's, with, that's with those people. And I really hope that happens, even if it's just one album, I, I think that that would be great. Um, yeah. So I hope that happens. Um, that's my parting thought even on this album. EP, well, I would be well who is he currently on tour with? Him and Margot Price are doing a really big tour right now, which I'm now having heard this album really regretting, not trying to grab some tickets for that. I think it's, yeah, I think they have they have a Raleigh show and it's very soon and I don't think I can still get tickets at this point. Oh man, you could probably scalp one for a lot of money. Yeah, true. I don't have a lot of money. I have too many Travis. other things. <laughs> oh, you should you should uh, have more money. I wish I did. Um, <laughs> yeah, I wish I had more money too. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure he's on tour with like Margot Price, Willie Nelson, and oh, yeah. Daniel Rayliff. Uh, I think. Like. Oh, and the Night Sweats. Well, it doesn't say. It doesn't say in the night. Sweats. Oh, Nathaniel Wright lives there without his night sweats. Good, for, you know never, what? Good for him. That's gross. When I'm caught, you know, sometimes about I'm, I'm out and grab. I wake up and I go grab a, a glass of water from the fridge, and then Randy comes out of his room and catches me without my night sweats. <laughs> yeah, it's not pretty. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I go, I go um, off. <laughs> yeah, this ignoring all of this. <laughs> sorry, no, I'm looking at this tour and. It is okay. It's September 18th is when they're coming to Raleigh. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is Willie Nelson and family, Sturgill Simpson. Oh, that's at a music festival. Yeah, it's Outlaw the music like festival. Music. Outlaw Music Festival. Yeah. Yeah, that I mean, that would be pretty cool. But um, 
expensive. Anyway, that's that's the Sturge. Uh, we should probably move on. Uh, but before we move on, I am going to have to take a little break. Oh, go take a break. Uh, you know, I did want to um, check in. We, we never talked about this really at all, so I don't really know do, uh, how you well, like we, Well, hold on. We should say, and we're back. Yeah, we're back. From the break. Um, and, geez, okay. I just wanted to check in with uh, how you like the new <laughs> Mountain Goats album from this year, Dark in Here, because uh, you're a big Mountain Goats fan. Um, so I'm assuming you have listened to it at some point. It's been out for like I a couple ha- months. I have listened to it. Um, I'm liking a little bit more than getting into Knives, which I never really got into. Ooh, mm, interesting. album. Yeah, I remember we've talked about this. I'm uh, um, I'm in, I'm in between these two opinions. I, you're just kind of you're in between. Yeah, how, how exactly? Wait, what? I'm trying to figure out what the in between is of. Well, you didn't get that into it, and Clay loves it, and I'm somewhere in between, not getting that into it and loving it. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was also thinking about being in between mine of liking Dark in Here a little bit more. So I'm all like. <laughs> i'm like okay so you didn't really get into getting into knives but you did not get into it but you're also in between liking I, i'm trying to like place you on that like yeah that, no, I, so, I, that soil matrix like triangle where you're like is it loamy clay yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not i'm not playing Otto von bismarck with uh mountain goats albums over here yeah well maybe be uh, a little more careful <laughs> with your words randy I, um, look, I, hey travis I apologize, Clay. I apologize, but less. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, so, so you like it a little bit more than getting into knives, huh? Yeah, there's just a lot of stuff I'm enjoying it. Um, I've been like just listening to like random songs a lot. I kind of um, not really listen to it as a full album. Sure. Yeah. Um, I guess that's very much the original way I got into the Mountain Goats. Um, Mm. and uh yeah i just really like let me bathe in demonic light and mobile <laughs> really like those two songs they're both very classic mountain goats um, yes wait what was the first one you said let me bathe. it's the last track on the oh, album okay. it's let me yes. bathe in demonic light and mobile that that's a really good song yeah um i mean i think the whole the whole album's really great it really it reminds me of goths a lot, which is, yes. um, in my opinion, one of uh, their best albums. Um, but goths, th- that was notable in that it abandoned guitars, which are so central to Mountain Goats yeah. music. Guitars are on this album. Uh, they're not, you know, a super prevalent part, but it, it's not it's not omitting them as a point where goths, it felt like yeah. that was an important point of that album. But it still has all the beautiful horn parts that you find on dark in here and just a lot of pretty similar just songwriting in general so i i really really love it i hadn't listened to it all the way through for you know about a you know a little while it really hasn't been that long but it felt like a little while and i did to prepare for this podcast and it just is one of those things where it's the same reason that i think goss is one of the best mountain goats albums because it just makes me feel good in a way that i mean not a lot of mountain goats albums do but also not a lot of music in general does where it's just it makes me so happy to listen to like it's such a pleasant listening Mm -hmm. experience which 
you know, is not, does not apply to all of mountain goats music. And that's, that's intentional with a lot of, you know, his stuff. Yeah. Uh, but uh, sometimes I just want to freaking feel good, man. So you put on this album and it's, it's smooth. It's easy listening. Just like it's the same genre as dude and Juanita. It's easy listening. Yep. They are both, yeah. they both belong to the genre. Easy listening. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Favorite genre. No, like um yeah, this album Dark in Here and Goths, I would say are also like the most mature Mountain Goats albums. Mm. I think we're seeing like that more with like John Darneal sensibilities is I feel like his albums are just getting more mature, especially when we're getting more of like the full band. Like and I need to probably go back to listen, like getting into knives to see if that kind of fits the same way, but yeah, not like Heretic Pride, which was practically a Green Day album. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well have um, been Dookie. It was so immature. No, yeah. <laughs> Shots fired Green Day. Uh, <laughs> Heretic Pride do you is... think that they thought they were being mature when they made the album Dookie? Yeah, play? it's grown up. I, I have always, from a young age, I've considered Green Day grown up music. <laughs> that has not, not changed as I've turned into an actual adult. <laughs> well, okay. Travis, as you were saying. Um, I feel like I've been derailed. I got to think back to what I was saying. <laughs> well, I'm um, sorry about him, Travis. Yeah, I don't know. It's like this, the music and the lyricism is just a bit more like mature. It's, it's also just more full banded. Um, it's so different from like that earlier Mount Goats where, you know, so often you just feel like you're like in a room with like John Darneal. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Some per- uh, this guy who's perpetually like in his 20s um, yeah john darneal now feels like he's in his 40s and he could honestly be in his 50s but he's but he's there's not. a mature yeah there's a maturity of his albums where i'm like he, this is a man in and how 40s. old is he clay he's probably about 46 <laughs> all right <laughs> let's let's find out well this this is exciting <laughs> we'll keep talking while i find out um but no, I, I will always love those early Mountain Goats records. It's one of the reasons why I love songs for Pierre Chauvin last year was because oh god, I love that album um, because it, it reminds you of those early Mountain Goats records, but with a little yeah. bit more mature songwriting, which was cool. Uh, I think yo yeah, that was actually yeah because it's that one is like very much like it does feel like those old Mountain Goats songs, but have like really grown up and they don't have that kind of like. Exactly. I don't want to say angstiness, um, but yeah. There, there's no um, songs that he wouldn't play at a live show uh, on uh, Songs for Pure Chauvin. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, hit me, hit me, Randy. Uh, hit, uh, it looked like you were ready to say. Oh, just that I remember you saying that you didn't get that into Pierre Chauvin last no, no, year. I love it. I've oh, always okay. said I love it, okay. just not as much as I love getting into knives, mm. which I stand by because the thing that I was leading up to say was I will always love the lo-fi mountain goats, but I find it really rewarding to be a mountain goats fan because of how much I love the more fully produced albums, uh, because mm. I think that there's just this richness that's kind of unexpectedly become such a, an integral part of their sound that I, I really enjoy. And that's been such a, a fun journey to, to be a part of as a fan and which each, with each album, it's always gr- really good, but especially with dark in here um, and coming off of even the two albums from last year, but especially with this one, it's really just uh, makes me feel really good. I love it. I, I'm, I'm 
I'm a happy Mountain Goats fan. But I was hoping you would say how old he was, Randy. He's 54. God, he's not 46. No, he's, he's, <laughs> he is he's, in his 50s. Oh, man. Yeah, I, yeah. I thought he was. Yeah, I should have said so. Yeah. Because like, I thought maybe that was true. Um, yeah, no, and I, I agree with you guys. I would uh, one thing that is great about Pierre songs for Pierre Chauvin is that it is it is that lo-fi mountain ghost stuff, but it, it doesn't all sound like songs that could have been B-sides for Blink 182's Enema of the State. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very astute point, Randy. Uh, <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> you. <laughs> I'm sorry, I feel like I'm coming coming at you uh but it's it's um you are it's only fair but i am fine <laughs> good uh, <laughs> i uh, yeah there's a lot there's a lot of really fun stuff going on on this mountain goats album am i am i allowed to say an opinion about the mountain goats album yeah yeah you can now yeah <laughs> now that you got all your jokes out of the way <laughs> I also like it, but I kind of forgot that it came out and it feels like it came out a long time ago to me now. Well, yeah, that's why I mentioned in the group. Sh- I, in a text to you, a personal SMS text, text message, yeah. I mentioned to you that we should talk about this. No. Travis is coming on the pod. Was um, it an SMS? And I've had time to listen to Donda like three times and listen to the Mountain Goats uh, darken here. To prep for this podcast yeah but it's okay that you didn't i don't want i don't want to sound like i'm mad at you it's fine uh, it's just not <laughs> it an excuse as well um, um and that's so that's a good thing like we're just talking about like how it feels like it came out like a really long time ago i feel like with and this is like just for me i feel like with these like newer mountain goats albums they're kind of coming and they're going they're not really sitting with me as long as like some of the older ones um do you, you think know, that like, is solely because the time intervals between them are actually short so it doesn't have time well they've always been short but i guess because i mean um can i posit a thought on this yes yes Um, thank you for asking (laughs) (laughs) and and i'm sorry and next time i will raise my hand first um uh so i so i've always i felt for a long time like the mountain goat's there's one thing with like, it feels like some, when I was first getting into the mountain goats, a lot of those records just feel like they've been there forever. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. And I just can always go back to them and I'll get into one sometime, like I'll get into get lonely one year and then, you know, that'll fall out of rotation and I'll get into heretic pride um, or transcendental youth or whatever it is. Um, and I feel like with a lot of these new records, I listen to them. I like them. Uh, they slip out of my mind and I just feel totally comfortable and confident that at some point these albums will just like all of his work. Like he's, he's just so talented and so a part of my life that I just Mm -hmm. feel so confident that like these albums will come back when I need them and when I'm ready for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like whatever, whatever album by the mountain goats, I kind of ignore when it comes out or, or even if I don't ignore it, if it just falls out of my rotation, it'll come back at some point, even if it's five years from now, I might be listening to in league with dragons around the clock, you know, Hmm. and be like, this is really connecting with me right now in a way it didn't at the time. Yeah. And I think that's really what it is. And that's why I kind of said, like, for me, they're just like coming and going because I feel like they're not connecting with me um, as much, but also like 
when goths first came out i was like this is really good but then i didn't really listen to it and then like one year like a couple like a year or two after that one came out i got really into goths again and i was just like listening to it like all day yeah yeah that makes sense to me my experience is that i've connected pretty strongly with every album since beat the champ including beat the champ uh but i do love beat the champ with that one and every album since then except for probably songs for pierre chauvin i've connected very strongly with it like at the time of its release and i've just listened to it a lot but i still like songs for pierre chauvin a lot it just it was not um it sounded like you know old mountain goats to me so i didn't yeah. it wasn't in my rotation as much yeah um but so now I, I now i know your thoughts on that and uh i don't think we ever i think we did talk about that on a podcast episode that i never edited or released uh, oh that makes so sense now now we've talked about it a little bit uh and i don't i don't know i think that'll probably be the only mountain goats album that comes out this year but i could be easily wrong um uh yeah i mean i'm trying to think if they're releasing any more of the jordan lake sessions yeah isn't isn't uh worster also doing he's doing like some super chunk stuff right now i think oh yeah sure. um i'm unfamiliar but if they if they're currently working on something but i don't follow super chunk too much but yeah i can believe that so maybe there will just be a little break damn is yeah. there a new super chunk album coming i don't know if that's the case I, I i do think they're playing some shows right now okay. um yeah so he's at, at the very least he is not recording with the mountain goats currently that's all i can really mountain say goats i guess is playing shows right now um it, it yeah the mountain goats are currently playing shows yeah john darnell's got a book coming out in like a month or two yeah so they're they're just all busy it's pretty busy, busy yeah. bees. Uh, yeah. and um peter's probably just doing his thing yeah who can say with that guy he's um, probably just posting about uh pontiac firebirds on his instagram that's devoted to pontiac firebirds hey yeah hey, if that's something that's real <laughs> i'm pretty i'm pretty <laughs> that, sure it's real i mean sounds fully believable i to can't me. believe I, I don't believe you would make something like that up it's just <laughs> new to me uh, <laughs> yeah that would be particularly cruel even for travis <laughs> <laughs> it would really change the way i look at you <laughs> No, I, I, I think I saw it one time. Is yeah, um. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, should we talk about something else? Yeah, I mean, hey, let's just chat a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah we, we have we haven't done enough of that. You know, we had originally we had planned on talking about some new records that had come out, uh, the Big Red Machine in particular, but. I don't listen to it. You did not listen to that, even though we put it out there as an option for you to listen to. You you pretty much declined. Uh, well, I was catching up on other albums from like the previous time I was a guest. Yeah. I have just been. Oh, listening. yeah. Well, yeah. I, Let's so talk about that a little I bit. I was just going to say that we're not going to talk about that. We'll do okay. it like next week. Because uh, I, I was about to say that I've also just keep distracting myself and just listening to I, Jonathan, a bunch. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. yeah interesting uh but so we gave you homework the last time you were on the show yeah i believe so yeah definitely Um, i told you to listen to cheek face yeah you told me to listen to i'll I'll look let me look it up because i have searched them all but yeah you told me listen to cheek face clay told me listen to slow tie i think randy also told me to listen to palberta 5000 oh yeah um i told you you to slow tie (laughs) yeah you told me to listen to slow slow tie yeah. and funny. i think also clap your hands say yeah those are the two clay recommendations 
Clay. <laughs> Clay. <laughs> Those albums are fine. Can I just say, yeah, they are fine. That's the problem. What the hell? <laughs> I told yeah. Travis to listen to a great album. Yeah, Randy told me Cheek Face, Palberta 5000, and the Sarah Mary Chadwick album that came out. Oh, yeah, that Sarah Mary Chadwick album is real good. I listened to like the first song and I was like, this is a little intense. Well, okay, fair enough. Um, it was just the middle of the day. <laughs> yeah, okay. But I had just I, come I, off the, I, the, I just came off the Cheek Face album and I was all like, no, nah, let's get that. I get it. I get it. Back. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, Clay, Clay's recommendations weren't great. <laughs> I, think that, I think that that slow album is pretty good i don't know if it's your thing i don't know why i recommended that to you um and it, i think i recommended but i mean it must have been something you had just just listened to i think it was something you had just listened to yeah and when i was going to try to listen to everything they all kind of just got drowned out by the cheek face album which i very much enjoyed hell yeah yeah and that's, I've listened that's to a couple album, times now that's an album that's definitely i'm going to be carrying with me throughout the year and beyond personally oh, yeah, yeah that's, that's a, a big one. one that's a good one for sure and i feel like i feel like that's an album i mean we we talked about this in the chat a little bit i feel like it hasn't gotten enough attention uh critically or commercially and also i'm afraid that it's going to get even more swept under the rug when uh parquet courts releases their next album later this year um because oh, man. very very were... similar lanes Ooh. those bands and i Parquet Quartz is definitely one with the clout. Yeah, Cheek so, Face Who, you know, uh, we got. Oh man, let's hear about this Parquet Quartz album coming out. Yeah. Um, I mean, I do want to hear about this Parquet Quartz album that's coming out. Yeah, I bet it's going to be good, and it is coming. So that's all I know. There was a yeah. single, I think, right? There's a single. I'll have to find it. Yeah, I'm curious to know uh, what maybe. direction they're going musically for this one. Um, I really enjoyed that kind of like very '80s inspired dance punk post-punk kind of thing from wide awake wide awake yeah that, wide awake is an incredible album yeah. one of my favorite albums ever uh, wow oh yeah it's awesome i ever. love i love wide awake it's, it's one of the great albums yeah it's a um, it's a great album um so i'm excited for parquet courts what they do next but i don't think that means we have to forget about old cheek face uh i agree i love cheek face i don't i'm not i am not i'm i'm railing he's against rushing to push him out of the conversation no i am railing like, against hey, this, this very idea uh, uh no randy we're talking about cheek face right now <laughs> you haven't even nice listened try. to the cheek face album that is except not true. except for when i have played it around you you are so wrong right now i i listened to it over the summer okay times okay I'm not even making a lie right now okay we'll see um, I listen to it. I'll listen back to the tapes. See if that's true. Or He's not. got that song. I don't want to go to Calabasas. That's true. That's a good song. Yeah. So don't there you go. go Name the song. Pass the test. Uh, <laughs> Did um, you know? You kind of look like the album cover for I Jonathan right now. The Parquet Courts. Oh, sorry. Yes, Travis, you do actually. <laughs> I, and I, I mean, it's I, I'm I'm down with that vibe. Um, yeah, you Thank got you. that. You got that summer feeling. I do got that summer feeling. Um, the summer's coming to an end. Yeah, you hate to even see more, it. Even hey, more. Hey, you hate to see end. it go, but you love to watch it leave. Oh yeah, that's summer, baby. <laughs> oh, that's that summer feeling. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not um, there is a parquet court single. Just want to uh, loop back around to that. It's All called right, Walk. Let's listen. It's called Walking at a Downtown Pace. <laughs> yeah, and then and here to play it for us live. <laughs> parquet courts um, <laughs> <laughs> a huge get um yeah 
No, uh, yeah, I think I listened to it once. I should, I should go back to it. I don't remember what it sounds like. Yeah, I'll check it out. Man. Um, yeah, we all should. Y'all, y- so yeah, y'all excited for fall? Fall coming. So this is another thing. I mean, we're just talking about how summer is ending, but I have been saying for a couple weeks now, it's fall already. It's fall ready. Um, it, is, it is fall already. I'm working uh, on my my fall my autumnal playlist. It's been just, fall. Yeah, your your partner is uh, or your wife is uh, um, knitting. <laughs> Thanks for that, knitting autumnal sweaters. Well, I just I honestly I forgot that they were married for a second because I knew them <laughs> for so long without them being married. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's she's knitting a sweater. I'm making and a playlist autumnal for, vibes. for the autumnal vibes. Yeah, yeah no, it is um, a nice autumnal sweater. Are you guys um, are you guys going to make some mold wine this season? That's what probably I'm will, really excited probably for. Probably will probably mull some wine. You know, I really I crack feel open like some mead. Maybe I can never find one of those hot drinks that I really like. I love the idea of it, like a big pot of cider or something with the cinnamon sticks. Cider is too much for me. I can have like a couple too sips sweet. of cider and then I'm done. But even the mulled wine we made like a couple years ago, yeah, that was yeah. kind of too sweet for me as well. I do like um, it. I do like it a little drier personally. I yeah. I like it with a little less, you know, honey or whatever um yeah i've done it you you ever done campfire mold wine no what is this that with a campfire yeah so when kitty beth and i went camping last winter and it was freezing cold it was oh it was apple cider oh yeah see we're not into that Um, (laughs) yeah fuck you yeah i like i just filled up my like cast iron dutch oven with uh apple cider and like the mulling spices and just did it over the fire so i was just like ladling laying it from the pot over the fire into like my cup it was that's a vibe that's that that's pretty, a win- yeah, that's that, a winter vibe that actually so. that sounds delightful that, that sounds, sounds really wonderful but, um um but yeah i'm excited to uh to listen to some some fall vibes music kind of spooky uh, music too i wasn't really necessarily thinking spooky music was, yeah uh, i could get into some scary stuff yeah, yeah, maybe something scary. <laughs> um, I'm excited to just listen to the soundtrack from Over the Garden Wall two times a day. Actually, yeah, that is yeah, very that good. Is something that I, I tend to do when when the weather starts to turn. Um, I I will also be listening to, of course, uh, um, Ryan Gosling's band. What? What is their name? I always talking? forget. I, I, I forget I was, every time I think about it. Were we talking about this recently? We I were. We you, were. Okay, we were just making sure. I knew it, I was yeah. talking to someone who at least recently like, just looked it up. Yeah. Um, it's Dead Man's Bones, um, mm. which is but Clay. It, you don't know that band? No. Oh my God. Um, yeah, it's like no, it, Ryan it Gosselin is. and his like, stepbrother <laughs> found out that they were like, or his brother in law. Yeah, his brother in law, I think. Found out they were both super into Disney's The Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. The ride, not the uh, Eddie Murphy movie, though maybe they are into that as well. Disappointing, uh, that makes sense. So they're like, oh my God, let's make a band that's just yeah, and so it's Haunted sort of, Mansion music. Yeah, it's sort of like Haunted Mansion level of scariness horrorcore in a way. It's like, it's like very fall, very Halloween, very like Jack Skellington uh music 
and it's Ryan Gosling's band. It it rules. You should listen to it. That's you, great. It, in know. high school, when you were like when you were like running with the theater kids and shit, you would have loved this shit. That's incredible. Oh, yeah. I, can't, I can't believe yeah. I didn't know about this. Back when you used to, when you looked like Alex Turner, this would have been your shit. <laughs> whatever whatever i'm not making fun of you i'm truly not i'm just saying travis just guffawed <laughs> um you would have loved um, that it then. felt it felt like a, a it felt like he was making fun of you to me but i also know the alex turner hair period uh was a sensitive subject because you got made fun of a lot well i don't know that i got made fun of a lot <laughs> no you were bullied pretty viciously um that's not true everyone everyone was in love with me no you got destroyed pretty hard uh, 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 on youth multiple pastor occasions. made fun of you <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay yeah i, <laughs> I even, is that true <laughs> <laughs> yeah behind your back all the time yeah bleep that out i'm gonna bleep that out. <laughs> um <laughs> oh my he, god he, he definitely <laughs> commented on your hair a few times we are off the rails um i do I I'm, should... the, I'm the i'm the alex ross perry of y'all's podcast you are yeah leave that out too we uh, we, should, yeah, we, can, <laughs> we cannot get that alex ross perry fans coming after us they will destroy us oh um, my goodness I, I have been making up shit for the last couple of minutes clay uh most of what i said is not true yeah um, i remember <laughs> because but i do think you would like dead man's bones you should listen to them this fall it's fall right now you should listen to dead man's bones i will but it isn't fall right now because (laughs) (laughs) because i still haven't had any muscadine grapes and that's late summer baby hey there you go do you so do you and kb have uh, a harvest of of mead coming up at all i don't think we have like anything brewing right or i don't know i think we had some issues with what we brewed recently what? Oh, she's about to make peach wine. Wow, wow. How long is that process? Uh, it's a country wine, so it can go pretty fast. What, how long is that process, Katie Beth? I think six weeks. I, I'm using recipes from the book now, though. Yeah, six weeks. Hmm, interesting. That sounds cool. Um, but no, no booch in the back? No booch in your back closet? Nah, I need to get back into kombucha because it's currently just on like the counter and it's, there's so much SCOBY when <laughs> you throw like half of it out. It's just, Damn. it's just sitting there. It's probably all vinegar. I need to, I need to add some new just because I don't want it to like mold. Yeah. But if it runs out of sugar, um, this is very important podcast talk. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm just catching up with you at this point. Just yeah. We should chat. also just call you more often. I feel like maybe this, maybe this episode, would have been a little bit better if we called you more often yeah. and we, but, but, we didn't spend so much time just talking to you as a friend. but not too often because if you call me too often i and won't have that have urge anything. to listen to the podcast and then you will lose uh, a frequent uh, listener we, we, lose we will our lose our listener yeah, yeah. Um, our <laughs> i'll be all like i just talked to the had a conversation with them yesterday i don't need to listen to the podcast you're saying all the same stuff <laughs> yeah well you know um People will listen to this because Travis is on it and people like Travis. Yeah. Um, and so he's fam- did, you, and he's did, did you guys see like an, an uptick in? Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. We got the uh, Travis bump. We got the Travis bump. Oh, wow. That's, for that reason, I, I'm starting to, to wonder when we should, when we should end this and we can keep talking as friends. Uh, but I feel like at some point, you know, we have, to, I don't know how long we've been recording, but it's, it's, 
I'm going to have to edit through like a, a couple hours. On <laughs> it this. is a lot. We should wrap it up. Uh, we should wrap it up. I'll do the outro right now, but I will say, um, sorry, was there anything else you needed to say, Clay? No. Um, but I will say, uh, Travis, this is not homework. This is just, you know, a recommendation. Uh, this new Steve Gunn album, I think is, is, is real good. It's a real good singer songwriter record. Ooh. Um, that uh you know you might enjoy it i think steve gunn is a great guitarist and songwriter and and this is kind of it's a very low-key vibey little record that just came out um so uh, you know i recommend that uh clay do you have one recommendation to throw out yeah i'd like to recommend the new christian rap album um donda oh uh, kanye west donda yeah Oh, oh my god! I mean, actually, I thought I was going to end up talking about Donda because it came out. We're recording on Tuesday. It came out on Sunday morning. Yeah. How many? How many tracks is Lecrae on? Lecrae is not on. So, <laughs> <laughs> what would actually be really cool if Connie did like an actual Christian rap album and it had like Lecrae and like Toby Mac and DC Talk on? Holy uh, shit! Like a Switchfoot feature. Yeah, I mean that um, I would listen to. I would listen to that. <laughs> immediately that sounds yeah. insane well anyways dawn is good uh i don't even know maybe if we'll ever talk about this in another episode i mean i'll probably talk about it but it'll have to come um, up yeah randy randy doesn't won't listen to it um it, it it's good i mean it, it it's it's good but it feels like this point why am i i'm not going to talk about it in the episode yeah um, that's crazy but that's a whole can of worms uh, uh, any real recommendations it's all stuff that i think we're going to talk about in the future that big red machine is really good so uh, here i don't think I'll, I'll ever talk about this in another episode but churches came out with a new album and they're a band that i kind of thought had had their thing with their first two albums and, and i didn't was never going to listen to them again but I think that if you if you like that kind of music, this is still worth checking out. That sort of um, I don't know what you would call this type of indie, like a, just electro pop uh, that was yeah. kind of popular in, in the aughts. Um, it, it it just reminds me of that. It reminds me of a uh, you know listen to listen to the mother we share by churches without a trouble in the world. Oh man, it's, it's a good yeah, album. Twenty thirteen, baby. Um, you know, there's like a Robert Smith feature that's pretty cool. I think this is a good Church's album. I'm going to recommend that. Yeah, I'll have to check that one out. I feel like I need to start listening to more new music again. Um, <laughs> I think you said this last time you were on. <laughs> I did, yeah. And I think I said this like earlier today in our little like group chat. Um, is, but, is there anything you can throw out as a recommendation uh, right now? Well, go check out, since we just talked about summer ending, you, you only have so many summer nights left to listen to my summer nights, 2021 uh, playlist on Spotify. Hell it's yeah. mostly Spanish new wave and post and, and punk um, from Spain. After the fall of Franco, there was a big explosion of like <laughs> new wave and punk and post-punk music in that period. Really great stuff. That's most of what it is, but it's also some other stuff. That's nice. Great. Well, yeah, that sounds great. And we will, uh, try to remember to include a link to that in the description of the episode. <coughs> yeah. Um, uh, cause I would love for pe- people to listen to that. Um, speaking of eighties and- punk music or, or just seventies, eighties, like punk music in Spanish, Elvis Costello is re-releasing all of, uh, Allison or something like that in Spanish. 
I heard something about this. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he's um, taking. He crazy. has all the Just master the tapes. He, it's, no, it's, no. Yeah, it's it's the whole album. My aim is my true. aim is true. Okay. Yeah, I think my aim is true. Right? No, no, it's the one after that one. No. Oh, uh, this year's model. This year's model. This year's model. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Ooh, that's so he that's has one, the ma- that's one of my favorites. Yeah. So he ha- he has the master tapes of all the instrumentals. Um. So it's all the original instrumentals. That's- but he has. He has a bunch of Spanish language singers on it doing all the lyrics for it. I'm into that. that yeah, that cool. honestly sounds he's, incredible. That sounds he's released like, like three uh, songs, I think, so far from it. And it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, to, to listen to such a classic album with just a fresh new take from the same artist with the same instrumentals, that sounds fantastic to me. <laughs> did you so ever, that's really exciting. Did you ever listen to Cat um, Stevens or Yusuf Islam, uh, formerly known as, as Cat Stevens? released a T for the Tillerman like last year with all new renditions arrangements I didn't was it good I mean not not really <laughs> uh, but if you've listened to T for the Tillerman as much as a lot of people I, I have but you know it's I a very it, popular yeah. album uh it's kind of interesting to listen to but it's just like why why did you do this um but it's not what you're that's not the original instrumentals it's like it's there's some weird choices but it's been a long time since i've listened to it uh it's worth checking out that'll do that'll do us for another episode of good listeners you can find the show on twitter at good listener pod you can find my personal twitter at randalorian underscore you can find clay at crow posting you can find travis at leftist dad jokes you can find travis's summer nights playlist 2021 in the uh a link to that in the description of our of our show on your uh, pod catcher of your choice and you can email us at goodlistenerpod at gmail.com thank you travis for being on the show thank you clay for hosting the show um and you don't have to leave travis um uh, well i am i was gonna say thank you for having me on as if i was leaving the show just so the show could end properly so yeah cut cut that out don't say that and let me say Oh, thank you for having me on. It was great. It was great talking to y'all. Of course. Always great to have you. Uh, Bye. And thank you, Clay, for uh, just, uh, you know, derailing the end of that outro. 